You're listening to the Paul and Parker podcast? Why? I'll tell you why, Kimberly. Hey, you already did that one. <laughs> I wanted to do that like all the time. Oh, I see. It was going to be like. And why don't we just tie it right into the intro? Like, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why right after. Before she's even finished saying it. We could, we could, we could, I guess. It's, we could. Hello, <laughs> welcome to the Paul episode eleven. Off to a great off start. Off to a raucous start. Uh, we are back. Uh, we are starting to go on the once every ten days, once every two week uh, spectrum of the Pilot Parker podcast. But we're we're getting them there. I feel like that's fine. Like yeah. our viewers, that's our, our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> episode eleven. Uh, they they probably don't care because they no. if they hear us once every eleven days it's they're like enough. you know what that's more than enough yeah that's probably enough so but we are good and uh, we're back and we have a we have a good one today we have uh, a doozy this week. depends when you listen to it uh, we got a guest uh, we've been talking to this guy for uh, a, a little while now we're trying to line this thing up a fortnight at least yeah exactly. Is that a thing? Yeah, it's like how long is Fortnite that? is two weeks, I think. Is that right? I think it's a British thing, right? I don't know. Okay, you keep talking. I'm going to search so, Fortnite. So uh, we've been talking to this guy for a fortnight. Uh, Ryan Leslie is going to be our guest this week. And Ryan, uh, another guy from the uh, stomping grounds of Global, I took his job. I, I tried to punt him from here. Actually, no. I, you did he, it. Uh, he actually helped me get in my foot in this in the door over here at uh, Global. He was, what does it mean? Uh, Fortnite, a period of two weeks. Oh, wow. Good used after the name of a day to indicate that something will take place two weeks after that day. I'm going to use that on air. So it'd be this like week. on uh, Fortnite Monday. A Fortnite. Yes. It's uh, a fortnight from now. A fortnight that... from this evening. Uh, yeah, so, but Ryan Leslie, he yeah. was. he. So how did he help so you? So he basically uh, he left to go to Sportsnet. And <laughs> when he left, there was a vacant spot and he sold GP. On uh, on my merits, I was literally I've followed like Ryan Leslie like a lost puppy for like right. ten years now because he worked at Shaw TV and you were at Shaw TV. I at the came time. to Calgary and then yeah, I wasn't there working with him, but I followed closely behind him there. And then uh, <laughs> you're literally following. I'm in following his him five years behind him basically. Well, so okay, uh, yeah. Then he left Sportsnet, so I took his job here at uh, Global. And then he's moved on to uh, bigger and better things, and I'm still. Uh, well, no, what you're, what, what, what you're saying is yeah. that over the next five year period, you're going to go to Sportsnet, you're going to go bald, and then you're going to work for the Flames. <laughs> That's right. That yeah. is the process. Yeah. The balding has already begun, yeah. uh, which we talk about. Yeah, he was he was adamant about yeah. talking about the balding, which I understand. That's uh, yeah. No, I I really do think, think he's become he's become the advocate of bald men everywhere. <laughs> yes, bald man. He's the advocate. poster boy of yeah. baldness in Calgary. That's true. Ryan Leslie. He wears it well. Yes, and, and uh, no, he was a fantastic interview. He was tons of fun. He was it was a good time. And uh, we've got a couple of uh, we actually got emails this this week. I yeah, think we just wait long enough. I think we've made it. We've done it. We've arrived. Yeah, and we apologize to our buddy Colby McKee because Colby actually emailed us. Uh, I was in Victoria at the time. I was at a golf tournament, and he emailed us, and then we haven't done a podcast forever. But I think yeah. he actually tweeted and emailed us. So that's half of our... That's right. Yeah. But Colby, Thanks, Ma- Colby. Colby McKee, I hope you're okay with me reading this because I haven't actually read through it yet. But it says, hey, Free. Parks. He spelled it correctly as well, H-A-Y, Parks, and then an exclamation point. This guy's the man. Yeah, we like him already. And he starts with... What's going on, guys? Which I love. Like, what a great way to start. Found your podcast through Twitter, and you've got yourself a big fan down here in Medicine Hat. We yes. made it to the hat. 
Really enjoyed Rob Kerr, great Grant Pollock pods. And you guys are great nightly on News Hour Final. Well, Brendan's only on there once a week, yeah, but thanks but so much. But that one night. But that one night <laughs> that he maybe he saw us. Uh, big fans, you both, and keep it going, boys. Cheers, Colby McKee. Let's, can we get a round of yeah, applause for yeah. Colby McKee? Our first real Hey Parks, yeah, not yeah. one I made up from my sister. Or your, yeah, you're not, no sister emails or mom emails on this one. It's, no. And uh, we did get another Keep tweet. them coming, Colby. Let us know what you think. What yeah. Because uh, I think you're going to like this, this episode with Ryan Leslie for sure. This one was fun, and uh, Travis Colby. Mitchell sent us a tweet that said, uh, "Just caught the Paul at Paul Parker Pod. Nice. Good stuff. Thought you could use a high angle, long distance stones pick. So that would be of your uh, oh, that was in Viking, in Viking the the rib stones, right? Oh yeah, there so we there are. The oh, look, orange. Keep sending your uh, emails and tweets. Uh, we love getting them, and we just yeah, it doesn't even have to be positive necessarily. No, no, you can hate us. We got one from David Standish. Yeah. Uh, just the last couple of days, I actually met David at the Euro. Rodeo yeah. at the Stampede. Obviously, this is during Stampede. He said, hi, you guys. Enjoy the show a lot. Talked to Paul. Told him I've been producing audio shows like yours for almost 20 years. That's you, Paul. And I have tons of equipment in case you guys wanted to do something more elaborate with your show. <laughs> so clearly, and David, we thank you so much for that. We are going to probably take you up on that. But... We thank you for bearing through. If yeah. you're an audio guy yeah, and you like, listened all the way through to some like, of those... <laughs> He must have just been like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I can't do it. I, I, uh, honey, I can't do it. It's Oh, oh it's, it's done, I think. Uh, but, yeah, no, again, thank you to everyone who emailed, tweeted, Facebooked. Yep. However you say or hear us or see us, uh, make sure to say hello and tell us you like the show. Or you hate it, like Kelly Parker said. Yep. We're open to that criticism. No, don't say that. It's fine. Um, yeah, so we do have a doozy today. I, I quickly want to catch up. Yeah. Uh, I want to catch, catch up, up with Brendan because you just got back from a stag. Yeah, we had uh, my brothers getting married this summer, nice. uh, fall, September, back in Saskatchewan. We had a uh, fishing trip. I've never been on a successful fishing trip. No, fishing, I had uh, an ex, ex-girlfriend ex in uh, Victoria. Her dad ran fishing charters. Yeah. I went out with him five times, never got one. Really? Yeah. Well, that's I'm, brutal. I'm bad luck. But if, have... if people at home want to picture Brendan's brother, yeah. picture Brendan just super jacked. Yeah, actually, I got one on a photo of him on our Instagram. We made him dress up in like a woman's... Uh, nice fur coat uh with that's about it, it was, and did that that, that attracted nothing yeah but, no. but fish yeah there was a lot of fish a lot of fish attracted he just walked <laughs> no, around waska sue and everybody was uh like drawing yes. a lot of attention yeah uh and he was in a quite a state no oh, yeah. well it's his stag i yeah. would hope so it was in state so we uh earlier in the day though we rented a pontoon boat and uh went fishing how cool is that yeah it was pretty good actually and we caught like 25 fish in a couple what? hours so. do you eat them no, we did just catch and release. Catch and throw them. That back. way, no one can really, you know, verify if yeah, this exactly. ever happened at all. You didn't go on any pond. No, we took like one photo of fish. We just duplicate that twenty five yeah. times. Oh, that was a great day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really fun. We did more than just drink our faces That's off for right. an entire weekend. So. It was a good time. What uh, did uh, What did you haul in? Did you reel any in? Yeah, I got. I got. I got four. Wow, that's four pretty fish. good. So normally you go on fishing trips, you just sit there like cast, reel in. You just do nothing. You drink beer. Yeah, let's yeah. be honest. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that was so awesome. it was a good it was a good trip. And you're up in kind of this is northern Saski, yeah, like northern real north. Sask. Uh, it's not quite. It's like two, three and a half, two okay. hours, two and a half hours uh, north of Saski. So nice. it's it's up there. It wasn't too too far up there. But nice. uh, yeah, I, we, no one knows how to fillet a fish though. That was uh, to we learned that to fillet it, fillet a fish, fillet a fish, <laughs> like the McDonald's, <laughs> like the McDonald's fillet a fish. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, it's like a. 
you chop the head. No, you split it up the middle. Yeah. And then you just start pulling things out. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that I the extent know. of it? I think. I don't <laughs> Sorry to any fish yeah. fillers out there. Yeah, I got a lot of like, yeah, pretty boy. You gotta touch the fish there, pretty boy. Uh, no, I don't even like getting the hook out of its mouth. Yeah, no, I did that though. Yeah. I, did that. I just wasn't gonna fillet you, a fish. Did any of them die? Uh, no, we. That's got pretty them all good. Back yeah, because yeah. sometimes if you get nervous, you, you're like, <laughs> I'm nervous, you can't unhook. <laughs> yeah, I'm nervous. You can't unhook it or whatever. No, yeah. No. My brother, I mentioned, is a big fish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, episode eleven. I meant to do yeah. this off the top. What famous Calgarians or Calgary Flames were uh, number eleven? You do, I always. Forget I know, every and time. I I forgot almost. But. Did we do it at ten? Yeah, Brian we did it. Remember, because I thought Valerie Burray was number oh, yeah, ten. Right. No, no, that was nine. I know it was eight. He was number eight. He was number eight. We yeah. knew that. But number oh. 10. Ryan McGratton. Uh, number 11, uh, I don't even know. I no. know the next one, though. You so know. Yeah, see. well, I've got <laughs> one for that, next too. One. Calgary uh, Flames, number 11. Yeah. I, I think it would be, I I want to say, I said this before, but Jelena, did he wear 11? No. No? No, I think he said that at 10. Uh, Michael Backlund. Oh yeah, that's Number a famous 11. flames. I like. Well, like I mean, he might beg to flames. differ. <laughs> <laughs> he's working on it. He's yeah, not famous. Yet. He's trying to get there. So okay, Michael Backlund. Okay, you're not going to be in our cover photo. Speaking of flames, let's. Uh, you, or you want? Is there anything else you want to get to? No, uh, I was just going to quickly give a shout out to. I was in Victoria. We were doing oh, a yeah, golf yeah. golf tournament for kids sport. And uh, we raised a ton of cash. Uh, a bunch of our old hockey guys I played with, both junior and minor hockey and everything. Uh, our old trainer, Larry Orr, who dropped the puck at Hockeyville and then yeah. passed away less than a week after. Um, he was honestly just staying alive to drop that puck at Hockeyville. He passed away. I emceed his funeral or a celebration of life back in October. And uh, we just wanted to do something. His son's a golf pro. Now this is in his name, right? In his name. So it was the Larry Orr. Uh, invitational. His son Derek did so much to help out because he's a golf pro in Vancouver. And uh, Larry's uh, late wife Sandy, who's still with us, she uh, she was there and she was part of the dinner. It was just it was so much fun. We raised so much money for kids sport and. Uh, I emceed that, and the microphone kept dying, and so I ended up just like started screaming <laughs> into a room of golfers, and I didn't know I was emceeing until like 16 holes in, and my group was trying to do like a beer a hole kind of thing for a oh. while. So yeah, it was uh, so it was an interesting stopped. experience. Yeah, so yeah. that stopped immediately. They'll switch to waters, but no, it was uh, it was too much fun. And, How deep uh, you get in? What's that? How deep did you get in? Like five five beer hole, six beer no, hole? No, I couldn't even. I'm not. I can't drink like a yista. <laughs> but tough, uh, yeah, be a tough if, if Larry was ever disappointed in me, it would have been that day yeah, because totally. I didn't get that many. But no, it was uh, it was so much fun. And then we went to a bar. We took a bus to a bar. Oh yeah, a little uh, Wilson's transportation bus took us to the bar, and it was uh, yeah, it was some kind of cool. And we raised. I think I can't remember how much it was, but Patty Hunter runs Kids Sport out there in Victoria, and we raised a ton of cash and. Had lots working. of cool donations. So, yeah, that was good. Um, I saw that picture with Jamie Benn and a couple of kids there, too. Yeah, that was really cool. I mean, that's a full another story for another time. I was just, he, someone reached out, said, hey, we want to get these kids. We just, within three phone calls, we had full gear for them because that's what Larry used to do. He had like right, a trade-in right. program. You yeah. bring old equipment, give your, uh, get new stuff from them. And so we were able to fit two kids, two foster kids who dreamed to play hockey but couldn't afford the gear. We fit them head to toe out of Larry's shed wow. and got them everything, sticks, gloves, helmets, the whole bit. A lot of them out of the box. Like, these kids are better dressed than I am in the, on the ice. And uh, it turned out they were big Dallas Stars fans. So Jamie was with us, and we were able to 
we were able to get Jamie to come out, and he was, uh, the kids were pretty shocked yeah, <laughs> all of a sudden. Yeah, it's not just, hey, we're giving you free gear. It's, hey, here's just the captain of your favorite team. One kid's just like, come on, this is not real. They probably didn't even care about the gear anymore. No, like, well, I didn't. I was getting selfies myself. So, <laughs> uh, No, it was good. These, Ooh, are, these are some of these numbers of number 11. You might know more of these than I would. Al McInnes wore number 11? I thought he was number two. Hmm. Gary Lehman. Kelly Kissio. Colin Patterson. Pat Conacher. I wasn't around. Kelly Kissio, yeah. That's Michael Backlund. There you go. Owen Nolan. Oh, I did know Freddie Schuster. Oh, yeah. yeah Owen yeah. Nolan's a good one. All right. Okay. And that, so we have come full circle back to the Calgary Flames. Back to the Calgary Flames. I'm going to let you set up our uh, big, bald, beautiful guest. So I don't even think we need much of a setup for this one. Ryan Leslie, you know the bald mug, uh, and we'll talk about it in this pod. And uh, he now works with the Calgary Flames. He's a host. You see him all the time. Uh, before game, after game, he is in that dressing room. And uh, we finally dragged him out and uh, brought him into our pod room, which he loved. He thought that this was just a really great He room. equated it to a Quebec bathroom, <laughs> yeah, which he, he very did, much yeah. enjoyed. Yeah, so. he said it's, I think it was a positive thing. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, Ryan Leslie on the pod. Yes, number 11, the Bobby Simpson edition. <laughs> we have no real way of introducing every single interview we've done in here has just had a really natural start uh just like this it's normally hi us, ryan it's normally us just hi, being this like is, our microphones suck normally we're trying to figure out audio for the first 15 minutes so the fact that we're rolling and it seems like we're getting some levels at this point is a success to us it's welcome to the a, podcast thanks it's kind of an intimate little closet where the three of us <laughs> yeah, dudes yeah, are, are you, sitting are you, in are you okay with me sitting sweating <laughs> looking at paul's tight yeah. jeans oh, where yeah. i shouldn't be and man, this is just buckle. weird yeah, that's that's the vibe. Not to we date like the to show, but it's during Stampede, or else I'm not sure why you're dressed no, up wear as, this 24. as Woody. I wear this 365. Woody from Toy Story over here. <laughs> yeah, he left his hat. It's on. October. <laughs> what? I always dress like this. This is yeah. it. This belt buckle is me. Yeah, Welcome nice. to the Paul Parker Podcast. It's a pleasure. We've uh, we've talked about this for a while. Yeah, yeah. This is great. I uh, love what you're doing. I've wanted to do one myself. Uh, I've just got to find a closet in the basement. That's right. That's somewhere. all you need. And then you just put up some egg cartons everywhere. Yeah. That's how you, that's how you do it. You can borrow ours, judging by how TV's going. We'll probably be renting out every room in this <laughs> building. Right. Yeah. It's a blowout sale. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> this is the old stomping grounds. It's great to I know. Be back. This yeah. is uh, how you were five years. I took over. I long. Yeah. There was a little gap there, but I took over Boy, for did you. did you ever. Yeah, yeah, you really did. I've, I've never been able to fill your shoes. Jamie still talks every time. Like, Ryan would do it this way. <laughs> Ryan would do it. Yeah. Which is the way that I would make fun of her. So yeah. I'm not sure yeah. why she's doing it but uh, five years terrified. I was here five years of how long ago terrifying since? those how long ago uh, since boy I think I did uh, it's been a while about here. four maybe at Sportsnet and then a year of radio and uh, now uh, this will be my third season with the Flames uh, that's about this will be yeah. two and a half years uh-huh. I've been with the Flames so you miss it at all uh, this, the building? You know what I missed uh, was the people here. I loved the cameraman at Global. I missed uh, the idea, but it, it's... Uh, and it's such a small sp- circle. We still see each other mm-hmm, so often. Mm-hmm. Right? I didn't miss sort of where we were in sports and the pecking order of things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's putting it mildly. Uh, <laughs> and that was really the reason for me to just kind of jump to the All Sports Network is that you always want to try. And yeah, uh, when it happened, it was like... Boy, I, ever, I really miss the storytelling that you had time to do. Yeah. Uh, and I know you've been doing so many great ones. and uh, The local stuff. Yeah, I loved it. And, yeah. you know, I know you had Grant Pollock on your show here. He uh, he was a great mentor for me and you, uh, yeah. talking about how to tell stories. So, anyhow, I do miss it, uh, but I kind of like the pace of uh, what I'm doing now, which is covering a team. Yeah. It's a lot of one thing, I'll tell you. It's a healthy dose of the same yeah. faces. I'm sure they are as sick of looking at me as I'm – 
you know, looking at them. But uh, it's just you know, we get along. Right? It's a it's, fine balance. Yeah. It's yeah. that storytelling, though, like you talked about. I mean, Bren, you have the ability to tell that hockey story, but then go tell that story on that rugby player or tell that story on that. That's, which I think you might miss, but mm-hmm. you also don't get to be ingrained in that. Yeah. Right? You get to find some stories, some interesting right. stories that no one yep. else would know. No, right? no, for sure. And we're not down at the rank all the time. Sometimes that's when you feel like, oh, I mean, you miss a couple days. And, it, you know, there it is something to be said about being on like a beat, too, you know, or if you're mm-hmm. drenched in something, you get yep. to know the guys yeah you know what's funny too because you always think if you cover a team uh and chances are if you're around a team every day you have a good beat there's some great writers who are on uh, this beat and they do know but boy uh it didn't matter if i was in a studio in toronto or here or at the dome it didn't matter you thought you knew a certain amount when you're around a team as much and you see behind the scenes boy do you ever learn a lot you learn a lot more you hear a lot more and you learn how the process works i'm not talking just about like Hey, that guy had a beer after 11 o'clock at night. I don't mean that stuff. I mean just how an organization works when you're on the plane with a team around the general manager and you're... you're, um, Seeing guys work. Yeah, you see how the process works. You see how it all unfolds. It's uh, it's funny to watch when you know something, and obviously I'm not in a position to say anything publicly about the things I get to hear and see, but it's neat to watch it trickle out. So when you're insiders like the Bob McKenzies and and maybe a couple of... Elliot Friedman, yeah, you right. see these guys start to get wind of it, and they've made their calls, and do, and you can just see it unfold. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty, it from it, the yeah. and it's everybody's all into appreciation for general managers and kind of the all of hockey of operations. Yeah, yeah, yeah because we don't see them work, right? You know? like, and same with scouts. Right. And yeah. uh, I was lucky enough; we were just at the draft. I had a, I was invited out to this uh, one scout's retirement party, and uh, it was nothing but scouts. And uh, the Stanley Cup was there. It was this place in Buffalo. It was really neat. And uh, it, just to see their life. Now, that's a completely different life, the scouting life. I yeah, mean, it's not busted. glitz, glam. It's Miles. bouncing from town to town, and you're looking, and you're evaluating, and you're just you're in a hotel, and you're go- – I mean, it's it's not overly luxurious, but you get a system uh, – rather, a, a real sense of how the system works and just uh, a real, as you say, Paul, appreciation because – there's a lot of layers, well, it's and it's cool. It's you great. Mentioned that because when I was up, I was up in. I was telling Brendan and all our podcast listeners, we were, I was up in uh, Viking. Viking, Alberta, with sure. uh, Dwayne and Daryl Center, and just picking their brand. And like, there must have been a switch somewhere over the last couple of years. But I used to like to like hang out with the players and talk to the players and get their kind of read on the world of the hockey world. And now, like, I'm way more interested in that side of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're the putting those pieces in place and playing around with it and understanding it because it's such yeah. a it, it's it's as yeah. much a game, mind game as it is what these guys are doing well and at that time Daryl was like you know it was right ahead of the draft too so yeah. you're seeing him taking calls talking about players and then you were saying uh, well, he was talking about Lucic a lot and then actually. Lucic and then the other thing was uh, the captaincy that Dustin Brown lost yes. his captaincy at that yeah. time so you're just kind of it's cool to see behind the scenes you really are it's a fly on the wall type of job in mm-hmm. some ways just, and uh, and it really is, I mean, because I have a mainstream media background, yeah. uh, it's also how do you kind of earn that trust? Yeah. How do you, because yeah. what are you going to tweet this? Are you yeah. going to go, all right, I'm going to tell Parker this and he's going to leak it? So it, it's a balance. And the other thing to remember, too, is when you mention the players, I'll walk in after some gut wrenching losses, say on the road, and it's the same ugly grill, mine, right, yeah. walking into the room first, and they're like, you know, so you got to walk that line, that balance of yeah. of knowing. It's not necessarily about sport or reporting. It's almost about people management, yeah. knowing how to juggle it, and that is a really interesting dynamic. How do you earn that trust? Well, from I, the team perspective, right? Because you're right. You're a reporter. Yeah. You're telling these stories. You're trying to break stuff, and then you come in, and now you're part of this. Though, the, right? I, I drop the break stuff. I, right. I'm not here to break anything. No. That's not right. my role. If I break it, I lose my job. Right. And so that's the biggest difference. If you don't 
leak anything, then eh, chances are they can trust you. They know they've got some dirt on you, you've got some dirt on them, whatever it is. It could be good, bad, it could be information. Maybe I know this guy's getting traded. Whatever it is, maybe he knows that, uh, you know, I know that. And so it's this kind of give and take, but it does take a little time. It's a really interesting dynamic. I know, you know, team guys are around teams a lot, an awful lot, but I've been really lucky to... uh, to be around a team, same hotel, getting in at two and three in the morning uh, after a flight, after a game and bouncing. And I was looking at the schedule today and a little easier this time around, but uh, yeah, you see an awful lot of one another. And so space is good and and trust helps. That's part of it too, is you're logging the same miles. You're still showing up the same times. You're on the bus, you're you're not playing, but you're there. You're still doing, you're putting in the work. Oh yeah, I'm not taking a shift. Uh, No. (laughs) There are some who would have. I've got all these guys who could teach me to be better. It hasn't uh, worked, but uh, it's a fun gig, and you never know. As we, everybody in this room, all three of us, uh, know that the game is changing, and so to stay with it or stay ahead of it has been uh, has been a bit of science too. Do you get hazed? Did you ever get hazed, like as a rookie? Uh, no. Okay. No. So thank, you didn't get thank a rookie. That, no. I, uh, I'd like to think I won the Calder than my first year. <laughs> I put in a lot of good shifts. Yeah, I uh, I earned a lot in my first year. I'd like okay. to say I was Gaudreau-esque. Kind oh, of, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, really creative. Fighting right. for the lady Mostly Bang, on the even. road. Well, no. No. no okay, no, okay. Yeah, I was thinking that's not really maybe. No, no. There's no delicacy to my game. I wish there was a little more finesse. Finesse. A little bit more but, uh, skill. But it's pretty black and white. We'll talk you know? about this summer because it's been ridiculous so far. Yeah, boy, What we've seen. Did you expect anything like that? Uh, I knew on a couple, well, I think we all knew that they had to address the goaltending situation. I think right. they did it uh, in a cost-effective way. That was good. I wonder if they're done. We'll see. Um, in other words, you've got two guys who are one-year guys. Does that last all year? Does that last right away? We will see. It's flexibility, um, if nothing else. Right? They're financially set at that position, I think, for where they are right now. Two goalies on a one-year for right now seems to work. It's pretty affordable. Was it three hundred grand less than they were playing paying Hiller yeah, last year? Oh, that's crazy. So that's that's amazing. Um, so yeah, you bring in a guy like uh, Troy Brower. Uh, I heard a really cool story about Troy Brower, and I don't know if I can tell it, but I'm going to anyhow. Um, <laughs> is that uh, when he was in Washington? He you want to talk about leadership? He. Uh, he basically went in and said to Alexander Ovechkin, you know, you can have your scoring titles, you can do this, you can be that guy, you can me, 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 but I'm not doing it this way. We're going to do it as a team, and we're going to try and do it this way. And he did not have the room at all. Troy Brower, they were like, who are you? Okay, yeah. you sit over there, in essence. Yeah. And it took him a long time. And then uh, Barry Trotz came in and sort of echoed the same... Sentiment. So basically. Yeah. And, uh, and so all of a sudden... Half the room sort of Started was back, yeah. embracing okay. Troy Brower. And Brower said, you know what? When I'm not doing it this way. Uh, I'm here to win. Oh, and, you know, the comments were there. Oh, you, you're a fourth liner in Chicago when you won. What do you know? He goes, I got one more ring than you do. Yeah. Alexander Ovechkin didn't care for him. Wow. You know, it was a real divide. But he did it from the right place. Right. And that's yeah. where that leadership came from. And uh, this is, you know, this is a story that was told to me. I'm not taking credit for it. It was, I'm getting this second hand. But... That was the story uh, of, of Troy Brower going into a room that had done one thing one way and not getting different results. And Multiple slowly, slowly things started to change. The coaching changed, the, the philosophy changed, the mentality changed. And uh, I'm not saying that was the only reason, but you can imagine that some of the success they've had of late, not the ultimate success yet, right. but at least what were we talking about with Alexander Ovechkin? More of a oh, team yeah. guy, more of a well-rounded guy. You Blood wonder how shots. much Brower had. And now I know Calgary was very serious about bringing him in 
and they got them. Well, you talk about rings in the room, right? Like that's what everyone always talks about. Let's bring rings in the room. Like, yeah. what, what does that do to some of those young guys, like the Gadrills, the Monahans? Well, I think the leadership comes from, or, or the rings come from the leadership, and the leadership come from the rings. So you look right. at that Chicago, I mean, it doesn't matter who it is. Shaw's now in Montreal, and that guy's yeah. kind of a, right. in most people's eyes, a little rat that goes around and stirs yeah. it up. I think a lot of teams would really love Really well-liked by teammates, yeah. though. And that was, He's got some and, hardware. And Brower goes to St. Louis, and that's the team that still had trouble getting through the first round. Mm-hmm. Get through the first round. Right. And what did he do? Eliminated yeah. his old team. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Kidding, in right? Game 7. Yeah. And so and that's a huge hurdle. And you see team. that weird goal, and he's all smiles, yeah, and he's an scores, infectious guy. So scores an OT winner later in the yeah. Play, so. And you wonder what back to like Johnny Gaudreau about the rings and the leadership. It's a combination in my mind, anyhow, because first of all, you're never going to get enough leadership in that room. Uh, you can always have more in any room, right. but uh, that's a room that, as we know, probably could use it. Uh, I don't yeah. think that's unfair. That was the coach is gone now you got a new coach in there there's a new uh shift and you bring in a couple of veterans who can do it to play along the skill of those young guys um yeah i i, I think it, mark giordano does a great job but there's yeah. nothing wrong with adding more especially okay. for a guy who has won yeah. as you said you and bring in guys who've won that's it's never gonna hurt perspective too a little different perspective than what geo geo offers to you and, and i don't know how much time you yeah. spent around glenn gulletson it's still fresh but every time i've met with him just a conversation yeah. he's an impressive guy yeah just Infectious. the way he talks. Yeah, absolutely. There's an energy there that yeah. he's positive, but he's also just, you know, well-spoken. You know, he needs your personal. The day that he was introduced, we did a one-on-one interview outside, and there was just a couple of fans roaming the Stampede Grounds. They were from all over. I guess they were traveling Canada. And Glenn, one by one, went around met every single person. Asked, yeah. asked them about their background. Uh, you know, where are you from? How are you, where are you, you know, where are you going? Why are you here? How do I get to my hotel? I think yeah. that's great. And he's a young guy. Like, yeah. he's, uh, I think he's not even 45. I think he's 44, about to be 45. I mean, I'm 43. I mean, this guy's all about accomplishment. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be, you know, around a guy who I think commands a lot of respect. He's an infectious guy. He, uh, I think he's going to relate to the to the crew a lot better than, than most coaches would. Bob squeezed everything out oh. of those guys and more. Uh, I heard I'm practices not, were just crazy. Like yeah. they, the way they yeah. work. And the right? meetings. There was a yeah. lot of meetings. Right, I see, okay. A lot of film. A lot of hockey. Not to suggest that uh, that is an effective, and I mean, he talk about he rings. Look what he did He's two won, years ago, or right? a year and a half ago. Yeah. Exactly, and coach of the year. But you just wonder now in today's, uh, you know, player, what is it that's going to make that last? Do you have to be able to be flexible? I would suggest you do. Do you have to sort of, as I thought Glenn was great when he said uh, it's an emotional bank account. Yeah, you know, you you can put in, put in, put in, and then every now and then you've got to make a withdrawal. Yeah, so he'll be. But you got to make sure you have enough walking that line. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Well, I talked to Jamie. What you use with girlfriend analogies? That's what you say. That's uh, what I say. Running hard. Yeah, it's time to take everything out. Yeah. Uh, But talking to Jamie Ben, who played for Galton, he actually credits him for their recent success. He goes, "I know Lindy Ruff has kind of came in and sealed the deal, Mm -hmm. but Galton handed the keys over to the team." And all the young guys on that team, he said, you guys, you know, you lead this team. You take it over. Mm-hmm. And I could see him doing that to some of the young guys there with the help of... Some He's a buddy of yours, isn't he? Jamie, Jamie Bent. Yeah. yeah. And and it's great because Glenn also credited about. working with him as a way, almost as a, as a resume builder when other, you know, when going through the interview process. Right. All right. Who have you worked with that uh, that we've seen some development with? That type of thing. Jamie Ben was one of the guys uh, that really 
was when you point at some of the guys you've worked with with success, Jamie Ben's a great yeah, example of it that he references. For sure. Yeah. So it's very mutual. Yeah. And good hair. Looks yeah, like a great Hermie hair. from Rudolph the Red-Nosed yeah. Reindeer. We're going to have to address that. I think, well, who's it? There's a, <laughs> are we shaving your head in this well, podcast? I think or what are we yeah, doing? No, no, we're all doing it. Solid Five years ago. I think it's a five head. I think you were giving me the ears about that five years ago, but I still got it. You got to hang on to it while it's there. I mean, it's still like it's there. You're on television. People got to look at this while they're eating. It's not, you know, I do it. Up. Look at that! Yeah, I've seen it's, it brushed down. I've yeah. seen like Sunday yeah. morning brushed down. I used to get yeah. the I yeah. used to get the Twitter messages like you're not fooling anybody. Did you? Yeah, I got yeah. a couple of those. Yeah. Were it those mean? Yeah. As I look now, you're no, okay no, at I the back. Stuff. It's it's still good up top. It's just a you know, widow's peak, or at least I'll tell myself that until it's gone. Would you shave it? Uh, I have an. I think I'd have an ugly bald melon. I would have you a terrible a ball melon. I'm melon. getting there. Yeah. Whoa, whoa this is a little... no, no. It no, you do. You've got a nice head. Maybe it's just because I haven't seen it. I did see a couple photos of you with hair, though. Yeah, that's, that's always amazing. a treat. Yeah. Really? Where was that? You, how old were you? I took it down how right when I was about thirty or close to. I ended up. I was the reason why I originally did it. Yeah. I was doing the that big race up north, uh, the Canadian Death Race in oh, Grand yeah, Cash yeah. with a bunch of buddies. No nice. And I thought, let's be unified and, <laughs> and let's shave our head. But before that, it, yeah, no, tell yeah, the story. I'm in line at the bank. And uh, there's one of those monitors up there, closed circuit monitors of people in the bank in line. And I'm like, look at that sap up there. He's going to, he's got the monkey's ass back there. He's got a, oh my God. (laughs) As I'm waving, that's me. That's me. Oh man. And I honestly, you know, as every male, like heart starts pounding. I'm like. And I'm still, just to be sure, yep, no, that's me. I'm waving. That's me, and I'm touching. Oh, so uh, I had a decision to make, and uh, we did that uh, death race, uh, some friends and I, I don't know, it was like 2,000 or something. And uh, it was the first one for that race. We thought, let's shave our heads. Let's be all about it. I'm trying to convince other guys who don't yeah, need you're to. Just, uh, yeah, you guys I got a great idea, head? guys. I'm not going yeah. alone. Yeah. A couple yeah. guys did it. One guy's, I'm not shaving my head for you, you yeah, loser. Exactly. Eh, so we weren't as unified as we thought. <laughs> yeah. And I kept it. And I just kept bringing it down further. At one yeah. point, I looked like a monshi she, one of these just yeah. like Gregor Buer. Chia head. Just a chia head. Yeah, just a bad. Like, are you shaving it? What are you doing? And then I took it right down. Went right down to the wood. Yeah, I did. The Bic. Yeah, every other day, if if folks at home are wondering, how do you yeah, maintain it? And it's great because I, I remember last year I was talking to Matt Stajan, and he fought He's, the good fight for a yeah, while. Yeah, he, he had a healthy he head of hair when he came in, and then he uh, and then he started to shave it with the clippers, but he wasn't really... And what oh, was yeah. happening is he was thinner on top, around the back, it was thick. I said, bud, you got to take it down. And he said, uh, well, my wife kind of likes it with a little bit. He, he says, it kind of reminds her of Jason Statham. <laughs> I said, Matt Statham? I said, what? I go, you look not, like, first of all, no. You look nothing like him, no. and I'm being kind. <laughs> Beef up a ton. Yeah, it's great that you've got this little pet game at home. Oh, you be Jason Statham at night. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, like, what are you doing? You look... Uh, bag of milk? I mean, oh, you're not no. Statham. Uh, so anyhow, we carved each other, and then one day, uh, it was uh, a warm-up or whatever it was. He didn't have his helmet on. He looks, and I could tell. He had taken it down to the yeah. wood with the radio. He kind of looked over at me and gave me the little wink, yeah. a little diamond in his eye, like, ha, yeah. And then he ended up growing it back, looked like a microphone or something. But now it's all packed. So, <laughs> like and, a wind song. And the video coach, Jamie Pringles, just had a moment where it's, so it's he time. had to take it down. He took it down, and he's still doing what I did. You know, the all one level. you got to create the illusion that on top it's thicker, and this is what I would say to you. Yeah. Well, isn't – wasn't – I mean, has Getzlaff – You're on the clock. I'm on the clock. I'm on the clock. Getzlaff fought – I mean, that's – Yeah, yeah, you're on borrowed time. You're okay. Getzlaff was on the clock when he was playing Getzlaff should – got a great photo of he and I when I was covering the Hitman back – 
yeah, WHL, WHL days. WHL day. And I still had this shaved head, and yeah. he didn't, and it looked somewhat full, but you yeah. could tell it was wispy. It was, it was coming. I And when I'd see him come in, and we'd talk in the visitor's dressing room, I'm like, what are you doing, bud? Are you going to shave this thing? Like, <laughs> it's time. Like, if I see it, I don't think it slowed down his success on or off no, the ice. No, 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 no. But, you know, I you want to look uh, your best when, you, when your but helmet he falls he, off. He did. He whipped it off, didn't he? He still keeps he, the horseshoe, though. Yeah, he, and that's a known, that's a flag. But it's, it's true. No, and the other thing with his, though, is he's got dark hair. So he probably would have to shave it off yeah. a little more frequently. you got to go full Woody Harrelson. Yeah. The guy from Live. Yeah, Remember Woody. the lead singer there? Maybe yeah. a little... Andre oh, Agassi, like Messier. Vin oh, Diesel. Yeah, yeah. Wo- yeah. No, not Woody from uh, Kingpin, though. Is it Kingpin? Though he's Woody got Harrelson? That. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I don't know what it is about great that makes oh, me yeah, want to take yeah, exactly. right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's got that. It's just right. like, it's yeah. got the one, the one lock across the, comb the top, over. the comb who, over. Who yeah. was the guy like 70s or 80s? Was it Al Ifredi who had just No, Al Ifredi like, had the, the full oh, yeah, skullet. He, he had the skullet. skullet. Yeah, that was thing skullet. was that was a dirty uh, Playoffs a, a year and change ago against Vancouver, uh, in Vancouver, and I went out for a bite and a beer with uh, a few of the Hockey Night guys. Scott, o- Scott Oak was Scott there. Oak, that um, Scott Oak. He, he was there and... Uh, to his credit, as we all know, uh, he's got some thinning going on up there. Yeah. And uh, he decided to read some of his Twitter mentions while we were waiting for our dinner. <laughs> and the best one that stood out was, Scott, you look like the guy from Tales from the Crip. <laughs> Shave your head. It was awesome. It was uh, Hey, funny how many people, are, uh, dudes, oh, are sensitive yeah. about it. Maybe in TV. Maybe you guys are the same. But I'll tell you. Once you take it down, yeah, life opens up. What do people? What do people say to you now? Like you get, they're like, "Oh, you look like X or Y." It's or a great little game I, I invented a couple X. years ago called Hair or No Hair. If you're ever in a bar or wherever, and it's a great little icebreaker. And, hey, pardon me. Uh, I hate to interrupt you, uh, Paul. Actually, not a great example. Yeah, this is a bad example. Which uh, to, bar are we to a lovely lady okay. who yeah. may be just passing by. Paulina, and it, let's call it. Yeah, Paulina, sure. Uh, I hate to interrupt. There's no wrong answer. But could you just solve something for Brendan and I? Uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> and again, no wrong answer. Hair or no hair? And he's pointed at Brendan oh, and himself. Like there. And yeah. so this Paulina would say, oh, well, I love no I, hair for sure. Okay, thanks. And the next moves along. And then all of a sudden yeah. it's... Oh no, I no hair for sure. And then all of a sudden, this has happened. There are a lot of they need to touch it. They're running their hands through Brendan's hair. It's a great game. Top four players really enjoy it. Yeah, hair or no hair. If you're ever hanging with a buddy who has no hair, what if I'm at the bar on my own? And ball. I don't know. If Great you... little icebreaker. Okay. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe, you maybe as I try, yeah, yeah. you will wear the hair. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll just take just, it off. Hair I worn. Or no hair. Bring in the hair. Yeah. The fake hair? Like, is it the good? No, someone else's. Someone... I don't bring <laughs> hair to the bar. It's like sand <laughs> to the beach. You don't bring <laughs> hair to the bar. I don't you bring hair to that's, the bar. That's, that's Andre Agassi. That's the right. Like, you could bring that in. And uh, just, yeah. You could test some it, neon so. outfits. Yeah, exactly. Or do you have like this? Is there like a wink and a nod now to fellow bald guys? It's kind of like you know. I know where you're going with that. I'm trying to get it off the ground yeah. i know in some like a, cultures there's a nod or a wink yeah. and i i think we as a bald nation need yeah. to give it the or ooh, bud yeah bring yeah. it down <laughs> get i'd down. like to think of myself as a hair mentor yeah I, you know what i've witnessed it several times where you've had the talk it's to true. guys this is really what we're talking yeah, about this is yeah, great this i get is, hair envy sometimes like i'll I, see a guy I, with just like a great flow I'm, oh come on how are you back here I'm okay. It's, yeah. It comes and go. Like I don't know. It go. doesn't always come back. Yeah. No, no. It'll go. Yeah, I get I get it tight on the sides, and so I don't know. I don't really it's worry about it. 
Okay. I've had it for a while. You're the 11 o'clock anchor. We're I've all going to find out one day. One yeah, day no your branding kidding. is going to be really different. The oh. ads are going to have the hair, and you're going to be on <laughs> yes. the desk just bick. Uh, nice. yeah. um, all the way down. To, wasn't this a Seinfeld episode? I Remember never came back. George yeah, yeah. is going around with the it was a, one of Elaine's classic boyfriends. baldness. It was Elaine's yeah. boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, it was. He shaved and then yeah. grew and it back. And, it, and then it, he had the, a luxurious hair, uh, as Elaine put but it. Didn't she dump him? And then she dumped him when it did come back. It's not an easy road to be bald. No, I know. But... Such is life. Uh, the, the reason I actually asked you about this summer because it, Calgary. Oh, yeah. okay. That's right. Calgary aside, no, no, no. Well, we got there. Uh, Calgary aside, I mean, just like the PK trade, the Taylor Hall trade. I mean, mm. we saw a lot of crazy mm-hmm. stuff within not just that draft period, but over the last kind of three or four weeks. Did that surprise you at all, or were you? Is I'll, that the new NHL now with the salary cap? Well, I don't know. I mean, you start hearing about these old-fashioned hockey trades or whatever. Yeah. I think we were all surprised by the two examples you mentioned, yeah. Hall and Subban. Uh, I personally, I snickered at the Edmonton one. Yeah, I did as uh, well. And personally, I I actually rejoiced. And I know this won't be popular f- with everybody, but I was actually excited about the PK deal. Okay. Um, from from a standpoint of the immediate future. Right away, I thought they got some leadership. I thought they yeah. got a little bit better. They got a heavy player. They got a. You got tougher. That's they got sure. a little less me, yeah. a little bit more team. Now, right. don't get me wrong. PK's all world. But speaking of all world, who's on the team this fall for yeah. World Cup? Right. And who isn't? Yeah. And uh, but why is that? I'm here I to mean, tell you PK that if the Montreal Canadiens wanted to trade PK Subban, it's yeah. not like they they don't know what we know. Chances yeah. are they know what we don't. Yeah, that's exactly. And uh, I've talked to a number of players uh, who have been there and. Sometimes that personality can be abrasive, and uh, you brought in a a quieter, less marketable guy, but one hell of a hockey player in Shea Weber. And still got a lot of years in the tank too. I'm hoping for you know at least five before before you know. I know everybody's pointing to the The bad spring. A lot of guys had bad spring, and he does have a terrible contract. But the penalties are paid by Nashville. Yeah. So, and I was going to say, who cares about year nine, year ten, if years one through five are great, right? I mean, not Edmonton doesn't. Who cares? Who cares about year five, yeah. six, and seven? Uh, okay, so we know that uh, we should reset this a little bit. Ryan Lastly, Calgary Flames. Uh, what is your official title over there? Do you, I, have, a, do you have a business card? President? No, president? it's allowed not in the no. ring. Assistant president? Rinky. Uh, no, I'm just uh, I just host uh, Flames host TV. Host Flames TV. Yeah. Uh, so we we obviously or NHL ambassador. That's what yeah, I'd like. No, to. that's what I I I'm going to get my card to say NHL ambassador. I think it's fair. Yeah. Uh, we need to talk a little bit about towns. You were in Buffalo most recently. Ooh. Um, NHL towns. Bad town. Yeah. Is it? Uh, oh. I've never been. I don't think it's on my. There's course. a reason. Yeah. 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 No, it's you know what it was. What's they put on a heck of a draft. It's just we were all fragmented and spread out all over the place. A year ago, the draft was in Florida. Yeah. Oh, my God. Imagine being in Fort Lauderdale. Every team, every organization, every player, anything to do with hockey, all on one strip, and your front yard is the ocean. Yeah. And it was fantastic. How it was did hot. hair or no hair go in yeah. Fort Lauderdale? Money. That's a place you don't want hair. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, no kidding. Yeah. It was a hair great. back place. Yeah. Uh, that's probably why Roberto Luongo is uh, happy to. He was, all right, yeah, sure. I'll go back to Florida. Yeah. Great, no issues great there. for the taxes. Great, yeah. yeah. South Beach was great. Got his uh, house down there. Yeah. Towns, I mean. Good towns. We need to give a, give a I'd couple of I'd say uh, top Top towns and no NHL cities in no particular order. I mean, you've got to put Chicago in there. That's, I mean, I'm, I'm 
giddy already to get back. It's Paul's my favorite city. Yeah, I don't know how you beat city. Chicago. The only thing is it's a different buzz uh, in Nashville. That's a really great spot. I've always wanted to go there. Yeah. It's a little tricky from Calgary, but I would say grab a couple of buddies and go. Yeah. I don't yeah. like country music, really. No. Yet, I Neither cannot. Do I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> says Woody. I see you on stage. Tuxies over there. I hate it. Get, get to Nashville. That's if you're listening, yeah. get to Nashville. Maybe you see Paul as the uh, rhinestone yeah. cowboy. But everybody's <laughs> like... Uh, He'll be opening. Yeah. It was great. One year we were down in Nashville and... Um, um, Dragon's Den, Calgary. Oh, uh, uh, Wilson. Brett Wilson. Brett Wilson, Wilson thank yeah. you. That's terrible that I had a brain cramp. Anyhow, he invited all of us down. Uh, he's, of course, involved in the Nashville Predators ownership. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had Canadian Thanksgiving there. He had like 12, 15 different acts. Michelle wow. Wright to Brett Kissel. Brett Kissel, Kissel all yeah. these nice, guys. Nice. And all of us, from Kelly Rudy, who invited us, and, uh, you know, various uh, media and, and Canadian, anybody who's Canadian got that Brett knew was down there, invited us and. That's awesome. uh, Sophie Simmons was there. Gene Simmons. Oh yeah, daughter. yeah. I met her. I met her. She's in BC a ton. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, just to <laughs> see all the country music and uh, great food and Nashville, and then we ended up taking in an NFL game. And oh, I mean, yeah. Nashville is, and it's the all in one life. area, right? Well, New York's hard to manage. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. All right, you're over uh, in Hell's Kitchen. You're in uh, Manhattan. Yeah, uh, I'm yeah. over in, I don't know, the Bronx or something. Yeah, all right. Well, how are we gonna get there? Nashville, it's all on Broadway. It's all on one strip. Yeah. Honky tonks everywhere. Again, I'm not a country guy, but everybody sounds like they're about to cut a record deal, and it is a riot. It, oh, you can just see everybody just like we land, run, God, go, so here we go, get there. It's it's great, and uh, obviously uh, you got a job to do in Nashville, but it's a fun town to visit. I heard the the rink there. You like you said, it's kind it's of right, right in. The, it's right there. It's, it's right. It's in the literally strip, right, right in the heart of it all. Oh, so those are the two best. Uh, so Chicago, uh, Canadian Nashville. cities. I mean, like Toronto, Montreal. Is it just Montreal special? Plus, yeah. they have the best bathrooms in the league. Oh, that's the hotel, good. the Ritz. If you're ever in Montreal, stay at the Ritz. That is a. The bathrooms, uh, of course, have the full-on jets, streams, well, the, water uh, fountains, falls, bidet. heated seats, it, really yeah. portable remote control. As soon as we got there the first year, everybody's like taking selfies and sending them to one another. And like, guys, are, I guarantee if you check Twitter at some point in a player's timeline, he will mention the toilets in Montreal. Okay. It's weird as that sounds. Yeah, no, that's, that it's weird, uh, a little bit of uh, heaven. We all spend a good chunk of time in there. I think it's probably a, it's a good thing to have. Cater to your audience. Yeah, yeah no, our right. podcast is gone there officially. Yeah, yeah, that's right. yeah. We do call this the PP Potty. So. Yes, we do. Yeah. You should do it for Montreal bathroom then. Yeah. Oh, it's should? actually bigger than this. <laughs> <laughs> that's not tough. Yeah. 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 So it's those are. Canadian Vancouver is always great. Yeah, yeah, Van- you can't know. go wrong with it. You know, I'm, I don't pretend to know Vancouver better than anybody. I've only been there probably, I don't know, under 10 times. I think that on a nice day, that city is all world. As much as I loathe the Canucks, that city is all world on a nice day. I couldn't live there, couldn't afford to live there, yeah. couldn't handle the rain. But going in and visiting on a great day. It's true. Oh, my the God. The sun shining along the water. And where you guys stay in the, usually, where is it? We're down the, Downtown, the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah. right down on the right water. There. There. I, I grew up in Vancouver, spent first 18 years of my life there. Oh, wow. And yeah. I still go back. And you're right. Now I notice the rain more than I did now that I live here in Alberta. Sunny. Yeah, always sunny, here. Always sunny and lovely. And if it rains, it passes through here. But in Vancouver, on a nice day, as you mentioned, I still get blown away. It's and unbelievable. I still get shocked. Like, yeah. oh, my God, I lived here, right? And Toronto's a great – I mean, I, I got transferred to Toronto. I was commuting there for a couple of years yeah, yeah. Uh, with Sportsnet. I was living and working there, and I'm from southern Ontario, but we always managed to avoid Toronto. Yeah. Just didn't – maybe you went there for university and you stayed, but a lot of us growing up, it was like, too big, too hard yeah. to manage, and, and not the friendliest town. No. But I love southern Ontario. Just yeah. Toronto, yeah, great to visit. 
then get me out. What's it like but, in some of those Sunbelt teams, though, when you're hitting some of those areas that aren't, oh, I mean, you mentioned Nashville a little bit. I guess you could call that Sunbelt. But what is... Like Florida? So, Tampa. Yeah, some Florida. of those areas that aren't particularly hockey markets. But Tampa does a, good. Tampa yeah. does a great job. Tampa, yeah. I mean, you'd go there for the, the tax break. If I was a player, I'd go to Florida myself. For sure. I mean, California's pretty darn good, too, but it's yeah. pretty pricey. But Dallas those are towns I don't really too. care. Yeah, Dallas is yeah. another <laughs> good town. I just think the California teams... For me, uh, it doesn't do as much just because of maybe where we are. I think San Jose is dry and boring. I found it bizarre when I Man went Jose. There. Yeah. I, there's just nothing there. I just, really? Yeah, it's just... Well, it's, it's funny because great San, fans, San great Jose fans. is nothing. Like, it's tiny, and most of the fans kind of come in from Silicon Valley sure, from what sure. I got. Sure, They yeah. work in San Jose, and then they get out. Yeah. Um, but the fans are great. Um, Anaheim, it's all freeway. So you kind of lose yeah. that Chicago or Montreal walk into the rink or that right. the hustle and bustle. You're just on the freeway. And it's just Disneyland. Arizona, you know, you're out in the middle of nowhere. What's the worst? For my money, St. Louis. Okay. Now, uh, oh, yeah. Or Edmonton. You were about to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was waiting Edmonton, for it. I, Edmonton, just, sorry. I wanted you to go there. Uh, <laughs> St. Louis is, takes a while to get there. Edmonton just stinks. <laughs> it needs a shower. Can I say that? Yeah, on no, this? I think that's well, how you just our podcast did. started. Pretty yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, St. Louis, I, I was talking to Craig Conroy the other day, and he said, oh, we loved you know living there. It was great. It was awesome. And any player, if you ever talk to them, is, has very fond memories about St. Louis. The people, they must, they obviously stay in areas. We stay downtown. Yeah. It's not a great reflection. Not of, glamorous. Of, it's not good. No. Uh, I got stuck in an elevator in St. Louis this season. Oh, I see. Yeah. Man. By the way, the live tweeting of that was mm-hmm. something it, special. It was pretty it was great, great. Yeah. I went into that elevator on my way to my room because I had to use the restroom. That's the only reason. I was stuck. Imagine being stuck in an elevator, A, and then B, knowing that the reason why you're in the elevator is because you want to go to the washroom. Yeah. And I had to go to the washroom, and I was first little bit scared, sweating, yeah. nervous. How many? Was there just you, or was there someone else in there? Just me. Just you. Thankfully, I think. Uh, well, and I was works. worried, and so I'm ringing the buzzer on the <laughs> elevator. Do they have the uh, little phones in uh, there? Yes, sir. Uh, we'll uh, send uh, an engineer. Along. You've got to hurry. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, you, you've got to hurry now. Uh, what's the emergency? Uh, I've got to go, <laughs> and I'm in an elevator in St. Louis. I don't know. That's like the worst nightmare. Yeah. So uh, I start to try uh, to figure out. I've got to get my mind off this. I've got to. Yeah. I've got to distract myself. So I start live tweeting photos, nervous. <laughs> Rick Ball, the play-by-play voice, yeah. and uh, Jason York, who was doing color that night, they're down in the lobby. Hey, everything's great down here. They're tweeting pictures yeah. of them drinking wine. Kelly Rudy's in Toronto. Camus stays yeah. beautiful here in uh, <laughs> Toronto. Uh, I don't give a rat's behind about what's going on in St. Louis. That's what you need so, tweeted at you, too. Liquid yeah, pictures, right? It's a neat... Now we're going back and forth. Thankfully, everything subsides. I've distracted myself, but I'm still stuck in this elevator. And to the point now where I'm getting pictures sent to me where the St. Louis Fire Department, because the engineer can't do anything. I'm now in there 45 minutes. Oh, my God. So 45 good. minutes alone in an, in an elevator. You're wondering. Now I'm getting pictures of the fire department. All the players are coming back from their meal. They see the fire engines fire. out front. I'm getting chirped. It's just destroyed. Yeah. And uh, finally, long story short, they climb into the shaft, and, and they open up a panel in the top of the elevator, and down comes... Like the hand of God. <laughs> a, la- a ladder. Yes. And I'm now crawling up the ladder, looking back like, I'll never be here again. <laughs> and now I'm in an elevator shaft with a couple of burly firemen. Yeah. 
What, just holding you in one arm? And we were having a little... <laughs> yeah, exactly. The other guy... Come on, like, son. Like, yeah. like, like, like Timmy, who's caught in a well. Yeah. That's yeah. me. We'll take you home. So uh, I, I get it. And we, the whole... It was right before Christmas, and we were going to have... In one of the suites, um, we were going to have just a game of pool and, uh, you know, just a, a little Christmas get-together for everybody together on the road. It was very casual in the hotel. So... Uh, I get out there, and a couple of our flight attendants are there. Uh, there's a big crowd. I put my arm around one of the flight attendants, and I, and I look at the fireman. I said, is there, like, a local news crew that wants to talk about this? <laughs> and they're like, no. Get out of here. And I put my arm around whatever the flight attendant uh, had. There was a couple, and I go, come on, girls. Let's get out of here. <laughs> and we walked down the hallway like I had just been saved from some oh terrible. My God. Next day, Thank Bob you. Hartley, uh, our PR guy, uh, Pete, says, uh, hey, Bob wants to speak to you about something. I'm thinking, oh, no, I must have done something yeah. like in a video that he didn't like right. or something. I get over there, and he's got this envelope. Hartley gives me this envelope, and it is a elevator survival kit. No. He's put a granola bar in there, a plastic bag with the words uh, PP on it, but it's spelled P-I-P-I, God bless him, and another bag with the number with number two on it, and a, and a skate, uh, a, a lace, so that if I ever had to pull myself out. And he, got, he was squealing like a stuck pig giving it to me. He was giggling. And uh, there, yeah. so it was, there's some fun, but that was St. Louis. Bad, bad memories. Bad me- in total, how long? 40, was it 45? About 45. 45. Oh, my God. Elevator, the uh, hotel was great. They sent up some drinks, and it was all. Oh, wow, that's all I forgot. Um, I did want cash. They, yeah, yeah, they that bought. Did, I, yeah. Anything we can do? I, I gave them a hard figure of 10 grand. <laughs> <laughs> right before the holidays. They hit it hard. I'm going to Chicago. Yeah, yeah, it's, right? it's Christmas. Yeah. Start at 10 grand, end at two drinks. That's fine. Yeah, that's you can do his ask, right? You kind of mentioned the boys chirping you on the team and stuff mm. like that. And you did mention before you you don't play the games, but do you feel like you are kind of part of the team when you're out there doing that, or do you like no. to separate yourself? No, no, like no, not at all. I, no. You know, it's neat uh, that you get to see what you see and right. be a part of what you but uh, no, you don't, you're not a super fan and you're not right. super yeah. buddy. Yeah. Um, I'm lucky I have a good relationship with a lot of the guys, guys like Joe Colburn, sad to see him go. Yeah. But got a great note from him at the end of the season and when he was traded. Great dude. Um, I mentioned Matt Stajan. Uh, all of them are, are really good. They kind of understand that it's in their best interest to play along uh, from a standpoint of just right. good PR. It's right. I, it's our website. It's Flames TV. So they kind of are really good about access, that kind of thing. But, uh, no, you don't. It, the, the players, that's a different domain wholeheartedly. Sure, yeah. And you respect what they do. Uh, and you just kind of, but that said, I'm not going to take any, yeah. <laughs> any grief from a bunch no, of, good. what do I care about a couple of 25 year old multimillionaires? Exactly. I'm going to kick them in the teeth if I get a chance yeah. from a verbal standpoint, yeah. but they do always win. I mean, yeah. they'll beat you on payday and they'll beat you on, uh, <laughs> they'll beat you over the head if yeah. they had to, but yeah, uh, there's only one areas. way I can get them and that's yeah. verbally, Fairly. but you got to know when to tear them apart and then when to lay off. And in fairness, you are, you're very diverse on who, you know, you're not, you don't pick sides with your uh, verbal. Uh, no harassment. You you make sure you give it to everyone. It's, and, it's fair. It's equal. and you got to give it to yourself. That's you right. You got to rip yourself. That's right. Okay. Then what's your favorite stories to tell on the site or on Proclaims TV? What it, what are they? Because oh. I'm sure you can get bogged down in the X's and O's and the power play yeah. needs a little bit of help. Or or can you tell those more uh, personal? You know stories? you can. Uh, it's great because we have another person over on Flames TV, Kristen Hallett, who does a yeah. wonderful job of the feature stuff. She gets to go into their homes and it's great because it's that neat balance of I kind of do the hockey, which sometimes. Uh, 
from a story standpoint, can get a little mundane. Right. Um, X's and O's, power play, that kind of thing. But it's something that the fan base really wants. Big time. You know, they really want to hang out. They want to hear from them. They, you know, you don't, you got to walk that line of, of calling it like you see it, but you also aren't there to, you know, Bag on the yeah, yeah, really yeah, rip. Uh, and that's unfortunate, but that's just the way the game is. So she does sort of the, the storytelling, the, the, the behind the scenes kind of stuff, which is great because she has this great ability to get that out of them. Nice. Pretty girl. I'd much rather talk to her than bald, yeah. bald 43-year-old guy over here, for sure. <laughs> I mean, but yeah. when it comes to hockey, they're great with me about right. not just giving 100%, obviously. You know, yeah. we, we still get that, but, you yes. know, there's other times when you get... And we had some pretty good guys in the room who would just kind of lay it on the line. It uh, does seem like a good room overall. Really? It's getting better. Yeah. It's getting better and better, for sure. Uh, there's some talent. There's some... I know Joe was, was sad to go. Yeah. Um, yeah local was. guy, heavily involved. Always wanted to be here, you, you know. Doing Flames Foundation stuff basically like up until the day mm-hmm, he left. Mm-hmm. Class act. Yeah. And if you don't like Joe Colburn, you don't like people. That's Lubardius's tweet. <laughs> that was Lubardius's tweet. <laughs> yeah. And you can beat it. <laughs> Guy's a good guy. Well, yeah. Good people. Good. This is. I was just gonna say, if we had you in here and we didn't do a Flames call-in show, that's been one of my. Fa- I think people now listen to After Hours with Patty just for the odd chance. Oh, that yeah. Peter Lubardius might call in. To I I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Sometimes no, it's a it's spectacular. I just want to pull it up on the phone. Yeah. I, I sometimes will call in the post game show as, as Peter fake Lubardi. Peter Lubardius. Because I listen to it when I'm driving home most nights yeah. after yeah. a game. Yeah. And it's good. Sometimes and Lou sometimes he'll just be, yep, you're gonna wake up with a bat in your head. <laughs> <laughs> Guy's the best. Yeah, guy's the absolute best. And I can say this: it comes down to two things: good people. And confidence. <laughs> Great story about Lubardius. We were in Dallas when Chris Russell. I wish you could see this at home because the face oh, actually turns Lube up. got to get like, angry. Totally yeah, get angry. Yep. But uh, so Chris Russell gets traded at the deadline. Sorry, we're in Philadelphia. He gets traded to Dallas. Yeah. And uh, at the end of the uh, availability with Chris, uh, he stops and he looks over at Peter Lubardius and says, Hey, I heard you had my back on the on the uh, radio the other day, and Lou goes, "Always have, always will. Good luck, son." <laughs> it was great, and Russell's like, uh, "Are you even human?" He's just like a robot. Get me to Dallas, you freaks, and we're all doubled over, right? Oh my that god, is, that's just so. Oh it was great, yeah. and of course we started doing the. Uh, what was the, the Ron McLean of late? The, Has anyone oh, else yeah. noticed Ron McLean's like, like even Ron super? McLean. He's Ron McLean esque. He's becoming like yeah, a he's Ron McLean here. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fantastic. I, I don't think there's anybody better for yeah. our game and our country. And no way. But he's getting so Ron. It's yeah. crazy, and he's quoting lyrics all the time, and he's always uh, referencing things that and including you. So you're just hanging off every word. Yeah. You love it. You feel like a million bucks because he'll use your name. And I remember when... Uh, You've interviewed him a couple of times. Oh, too, I have. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And I remember when Hazel May introduced him when the whole hockey night came along with Sportsnet and everything. Yeah. And he, it's just like, and she says, and here's the great Ron McLean. And he goes, 
boy, Hazel, when your dad came over here from the Philippines at Tito, God bless you, uh, you were doing things. And I know you didn't speak uh, great English, but this game of hockey, uh, it brought us uh, unified and that became uh, the language uh, for all of us. And uh, and then he starts going into when the whole, you're like, what is he saying? And a lot of, God, a lot of pointing, a yeah, lot of framing right. it. Uh, yeah. And then and, and using first names. Like. And the, Yeah. And then, uh, boy, uh, when he was introduced uh, as the next, as the new host again with David Amber and and George was there and he and he starts looking at the picture of himself and David Amber and he's like that's a that's that's a beautiful picture and uh, boy on a tough day and uh, you know there's this great book uh, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance and (laughs) and as you know David uh, this book uh, and he starts going on and making this analogy and you're like where is he going from here what is he (laughs) and then he says and and, and of course George uh, he's on his motorcycle right now doesn't know uh, really everything that's going and uh, the book a bestseller and uh, George a bestseller (laughs) and you almost wait and you're like what? He just put a bow on that story. I didn't know where I was going. And 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 he's getting so weird with the lyrics, right? Yeah. Like um, my, oh, my, my 50 mission cap. I uh, I worked it in to look like that. And then he'll point, Scott Oak. You know, everything's at the end. You know, Everything's a big, uh, like... It's a production. and you're But you're right. You hang a blue on rodeo lyric. Word. Where's totally. he going with this? An AC Derek, ACDC lyric? I've got yeah. big... Burp. You've got big... Burp. But who's got the biggest burp of them all? Scott Oak, you know, <laughs> you're like, where's he going with this? My favorite. And then he points, and then poor Scott's in Scott Winnipeg with a thing, and he can't hear anything. He's like, who are the Arkells? Yeah. Well, Ron, uh, here in Winnipeg, uh, yes, you know, it's like, what? He doesn't know. It's so loud. He doesn't know. No, yeah, he's you just know, smiling. Uh, you know, uh, when Scott Oak uh, grew up, uh, it reminds me of uh, 1984. Uh, Bruce Springsteen wrote My Heart Hometown, and that was about the hardships and. Uh, they were closing down the textile mill, and uh, much like the Winnipeg Jets, they lost their team. Winnipeggers lost their uh, the Jets, and uh, everybody in uh, Freehold, New Jersey, lost their jobs. Well, now the Jets are back, the jobs are back. Scotto, <laughs> you're like, I don't get it. How does he get it? And then you got Oak going. You got Oak. Yeah. Tales from the Crypt. All right. <laughs> you know, uh, he did always... one with Scott actually this year because his Scott Oak son is a magician. Yeah, that's true. He did a hometown hockey. He did yeah. this thing like it started. He went went into magician oh, yeah. and all the way, and then magic. ended up and he's like, and oh. he's the magic man of Scott Oak, and yeah. we we're just like. I, well I remember said. sitting yeah. there and I watched it. It was like a five-minute thing. Yeah. And by the end of it, you're just—I was like applauding to my TV. Uh, and I, this hometown hockey just yeah. drips of Ron, doesn't oh it? You know, uh, boy, in yeah. Thunder Bay. And if you want to talk about the stalls, uh, we could talk about Kenora, but uh, we should uh, mention that uh, Sleeping Giant is a big hill yeah, up there on Lake Superior. And boy, uh, if that doesn't just scream, uh, you know, something from Gordon Lightfoot, I don't know what does. And, <laughs> Like, holy cow, it's wonderful. Yeah, it well, the is. man is an encyclopedia of knowledge, yeah. right? Like, not just yeah. hockey knowledge, but what I really like about him is he, he poses something, like he'll give you the question, but he can also sit back and listen. And that's a skill, especially in this A business. lot of the hands, hands a lot yeah. of the points with the finger, and yeah. uh, Scott Oak. Scott but I think uh, he's Scott got it down. He's he's turned into, mm-hmm. he's rawnier than ever before. Uh, and I say that with the utmost respect because I don't think there's anybody in this country who can do what he does no, better. I, I, it's just great to notice the little idiosyncrasies totally. now that are, are enhanced. And we all sit around in the media lounge and oh, that's all we do is notice everybody's idiosyncrasies hi hello welcome good evening (laughs) uh it it doesn't matter who you're gonna spy hamilton you know like uh, you've got so many how many how many more you got there yeah can you do don there's a there's a few you've 
Uh, I've got a few. I've got. I can get the Ron down a little bit uh, the, more. You, you do a good Jamie. Jamie Doll. I think a global viewer. I used to do a you Brie. Do Brian, oh, a Brie and glass. glass. Right. Hi. Do you know what? No. Oh, sorry. Hi. Oh. Oh, hi, Rye. Jason, uh, <laughs> rodeo. Uh, hi, oh, hi. You know what? Sorry. No, sorry. Hi, Rye. Um, yeah, I used to, like, the, it, it, not maybe so much for the listeners, but the yeah, people no. you work the with. Work, you could yeah, work for Janice Moore, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. 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 I do. Uh, yeah. yeah, I got yeah. some now at the flames that get me in a little bit of hot water. Yeah. But the Lubo is kind of, yeah, is the one that, uh, that made me my first million. It's your, it's your yeah, yeah, signature. Like that. It's yeah. all cake water. It's, uh, it gets me in some hot water, but it's fun. I like the. Do you, can you do a dawn? No, no, no. I think a lot of people get that down. I, I. Yeah, that's that's a unique that's, one. I, Ron yeah. McLean's more impressive because the you Ron need one to really have blew the you need to have the content to go along with it. You can't yeah. just be spewing like, uh, you know, kids. I'll tell you, you yeah. can't be one of those. Like you have to. Have yeah, you got to have some specifics with Ron, and you and you got to yeah. notice just how a lot of eyebrows up. And as yeah. you know, Brendan, uh, growing up where you <laughs> did, uh, in and you were just up uh, fishing in Saskatoon and. <laughs> Boy, uh, you want to talk about some players who were fishing on their careers uh, to get under this great game and this sheet of ice. Uh, we could mention, uh, uh, you know, so many Manitoba moose. You're like, what? No. Yeah, totally. What? No. This this is, oh, I don't man. get it. But anyhow, this, so, this is yeah, so I don't bad. know how this show's coming off. but This is oh, great. This is fantastic. This is what when, will we, when do we turn it around? Like six months. Yeah, this, yeah, will I was gonna say, this, this is a biannual podcast. <laughs> yeah. so we should have this up by this. next stamp. Yeah. Yeah. All-star game? Is we're going to go for it. You've had Lisa Longball, Graham. Pollock. Yeah, yes. uh, who yeah. else have you had? We had uh, Rob Kerr came in. Rob too. Kerr. Sorry about that, yeah. guys. He told Robbie. us a lot of Red Rider, Tom Cochran yes. stories. What uh, was it? Uh, Grand Prairie. A lot of Grand Prairie. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Yeah. 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 Uh, he was. He was. Uh, he, he told was us excited. about his first day thinking about broadcasting until his last day of broadcasting. Yeah, we, it was a four-hour podcast. Did he em- empty but, the tank there? But it yeah. was yeah. incredible. Yeah. Like yeah. we hung on. Speaking of hanging on every word, mm-hmm. like we were. We couldn't get enough of it. So yeah, it was fun. We uh, we're just. This thing is really. We're still trying to figure out. There's no rules. Yeah, we don't really care. And are we loving it? We yeah, it's fun. I love it. Yeah, people yeah. seem to be talking to us. We've got a couple of people come up to us and say, "Hey, we listen to the podcast. You guys are idiots." This but. is what we like. This yeah. is what when we can just sit back in here and have a few laughs and then realize how hot and sweaty it is in I this know, room at the end of hey oh yeah. And why is Balmy. why is Paul's shirt off now? Yeah, I don't. That's like it's not that hot in here. I didn't you think wonder. you guys noticed because I'm behind the microphone. The, but started the nipples? Kevin yeah. Smith two buttons down. Yeah, I went with the V neck to start. Has Smitty been on the show? Not yet. What? I'm golfing. <laughs> Kevin, you got a mic. <laughs> I know, but Jackson's been drumming. Okay. Wonder kind. We actually started playing a game in here called Two Tweets and a Lie. Oh, I should have played this with you. We should have. It's we basically we take three tweets, uh, two two real tweets two of Kevin's tweets. timeline from anywhere among the years, and, and then made one up. made up that Paul makes up, and we have and then to we have guess. to guess. And you guys have to oh, guess. Oh, that's a great one. game. Yeah, two yeah. tweets and a lie. We play it with him. Played that. Uh, I didn't. I was. Does he ever thinking. listen to this? Yeah. I, oh. I, probably not. We told him about it. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if he He's aware of it. He's into golf. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. And he played a little tennis. Growing up, which may have escaped, yeah, university maybe. Like, I wasn't uh, aware. I'm gonna have to yeah, poke him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we should an introvert. Tell me more. We should try to get him on the podcast. But the the best tweet that we pulled from that thing still to this day is uh, yes, the Justin Bieber. Tweet. The Justin Bieber. There oh, was yeah. a tweet in there that stunned me. First first episode we played. It was uh, it, it was a tweet to Justin Bieber. It was to at Justin Bieber, and it says to at Justin Bieber. Is it too late now to play Sorry? And it's his son Jackson holding up the board game. Sorry. I see what he did there. 
<laughs> and I was like, there. there is no yeah. way that's real. Speaking that's of Ron McLean-esque puns. Yeah. Oh. There you go. To be fair, uh, Pearl Jam did acknowledge his son at the concert I was at. Yeah. And, really? And yeah. Uh, that was pretty cool. And then we cool. had to hear about it for the next <laughs> nine years. <laughs> Yeah. Still, and, and yeah. still going. Yeah. That is pretty cool. Though. Yeah, um, everything's good upstairs. Still got a great crew. Yeah, we're some of the loveliest ladies in television. I mean that sincerely. Yeah, from yeah, Linda Olson on down, it's just yeah. wow. Linda Olson, what a great group of gals you get to work with. We could actually recruit you for this, but Paul and I, given the expansion of Las Vegas, we decided to come up with the global expansion draft. So Paul and I were going to draft. If you're starting our own your own team, newsroom yeah. team, yeah, our own newsroom team. Two Linda anchors. Olson's my first Linda, overall uh, right away. Dallas. Yeah, Paul well, made the comment that Linda. I mean, let's be honest, Linda is the McDavid of this draft. <laughs> I'm with you. Right? I'm totally with you. Um, and, you know, I'm not up for these uh, up-and-comers, these wannabes, like Amber Schinkel, all right? She's, <laughs> she's Linda Light, and that's where it'll stay. She's not Linda. I think yeah. Linda's hair may be made of gold. Oh, it is. It is. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, Her entire darn. skin tone is gold. She's just lovely. Well, and and uh, uh, Ryan did the he did like an uh, like a live hit for us, a noon hit for us, like during I the recall, playoffs. yeah. And it was like uh, it was I think it was Amber and Scott. It was Dallas. Oh, it was in Dallas. One of my favorite Dallas. people yeah, yeah. in the world She's to bug. Amazing. Yeah. And so, so they throw to Ryan. And Ryan, you should tell the story. I can barely remember it. It, was... it, it barely. But basically, Dallas throws to him, and uh, Ryan Leslie standing up front, and Ryan just comes back. Oh, yeah, thanks, Linda. Thanks, Linda. Yeah, and, and, and there happened to be those no, mini like, chuck wagon, oh, wagons going on behind yeah, me. And I yeah. said, Johnny Gaudreau fan club rolling through town. But I just conducted the whole thing as I was dealing with Linda. And yeah. when I went back and saw it, I think Brandon sent it to me. Yeah. You can just see her shaking her head. Yeah. Oh, punch my right God. In the mouth. She's the best. Uh, yeah, thanks, Linda. Uh, uh, no problem, Linda. Uh, I actually I did want to talk to you about Las Vegas because that's going to be a new destination for you guys. I've never been. I'm the only male. I've never been okay. either. I've never. So. All right. I'm Give making us. the trip. We have to be we the three biggest to. losers. Know, that's what yeah. I said. We've I said, never been to Vegas. I don't trust myself. I'm never coming back. I can't go. And come back with my. I'm life. there for the shows, <laughs> Uncle. Uncle. <laughs> Jennifer Uncle. Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. Uh, Celine. Celine. Dion. You know what? Yeah, that. Uh, a so friend of mine. Go. A friend of mine just took. Uh, he was with the Calgary Flames. He just took a job uh, with the Vegas club. Uh, really neat, high up position, um, and so trying to attract uh, global uh, partnerships, uh, like Asian yeah, community, yeah, yeah, European yeah. community, whatever it is. He's well, his gig is. And yeah. So it's going to be neat to hear his stories. Uh, he's already bought a house down there. I've really? never been. I don't. I can't imagine how this is a good idea. <laughs> I mean, it's fun, but I just can't imagine yeah. why the, someone said this is yeah. a good idea. Or how it's going to be stable. Yeah, It won't be. Yeah. And I fear for players. Mm. And, well, and I'm, I'm looking forward to going down. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think we might have a new, a new city that's crept into the top three. Yeah, and I've might, never been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll have to investigate, report back. Yeah. Brendan uh, and I are going to take the podcast down. Yeah, well, I, well, I was going to say, you, you know, that's a good road show podcast would be right on the Strip in Vegas. You could do that one. Yeah, that's what you want to be doing for an hour, yeah. your hour free time. Well, that could be the only way to keep you out of trouble. <laughs> I'll, call <laughs> yeah, I'll call in. Yeah, call in. Call in. From prison. Report back, that's right. <laughs> cool. Make that your one call, uh, please. I hate to do the mic drop here, but I got to go. Yeah, I got to yeah. go down to okay. the Stampede and go do live reports on something. <laughs> Again, that's an 
There's a new flavor of cotton candy. Oh, so donuts. Are they good yeah, for yeah. you? No, you guys, can, oh. you guys wrap her up in here. I'm going to say goodbye, and uh, I'll be back at the end this of the show, right? Yeah, some yeah, tight absolutely. jeans, bud. Tight, yeah. tight jeans. I like that you went with the uh, skin-tight ones. And tight. Yeah. I went yeah, with the nice, tight. Man. These are the loosest ones oh, I have. Tapered. Yeah, cool. taper them. Yeah, I taper them. A little flip-up. I like a little panel. Yeah, I don't. I'm not doing We've now. We're six days into the stampede here, fellas. I'm just happy I got the shoulders of a brook trout in the Garth Brooks shirt. Stand up. That's your go-to. All right. Sit-ups are free, Paul. All right. There he goes, everybody. That's hey, it. we want to right. thank Paul for coming Paul, in. Uh, and now it's the right. Ryan and Parker podcast. <laughs> he won't. He's still here. I hate you guys. Yeah, yeah, don't let the door hit you. Shut up. up. Good luck with your podcast. And balder hair, it's hair for sure. Don't forget the super dogs. Now we've got uh, an episode of Hair and Not Hair on. Well, that was good. It was good. I thought it better really than he left. Yeah, yeah. It's finally a little. Uh, How long do these things last? Uh, we don't really have a great <laughs> okay. way of ending them. Yeah, that's wow. it. We always like to do. Uh, uh, Grant would always be going into the Ed Whalen impression. So at the end, yeah. he'd say, uh, "Can you leave us with some uh, wise words?" And then he told that story with uh, Ed Whalen holding his wig on. <laughs> I'm nervous, kid. I'm that's nervous, the- kid. I'm nervous. Now, did he tell the story of uh, Woodstock? Yeah, uh, he didn't. Oh, he did. That God. was the one story. Him and his buddy go down to yeah, Woodstock. Oh, they're in the line, line with everybody else, and he's like, "You know what? Forget <laughs> this. We're out of here." Turns around, he'd be the only car going the other direction on that road stuck. in yeah. Schenectady, New York. <laughs> you know what? Eh, it's not really the for us. Lineup. We're maybe an hour away in traffic. Nah. Let's get out of here and go spend the weekend at Howard Johnson's hotel. Come on. What a dud. Anyhow. That is one, that's going to be one of the biggest When fails. he tells it, I double over. We should get him back. You know what we should do is we should have a little uh, global reunion oh. in here. A little sports a little sports tour. We could have Lonsboro. Uh, Lonsboro back Toth. in. Toth's coming back in soon. Is yeah, it? Toth. Yeah, he was in. He's making yeah. a couple stops. Toth. Uh, uh, Ron Mans. Ron Mans. Smitty. Lonsboro, Smitty. Smith dog. How, you didn't get on the sports at 11, did you? No. It was gone before you. No, yeah, no. I remember watching it when I moved to town, though. Oh, yeah, did you? yeah. In uh, the mid '90s, I I can remember thinking, "What in the hell is this?" Because yeah. I grew up in Southern Ontario. We had Sports Line, and oh, that was kind of a little bit more formal. Taddy Hebsher, Bill Burr, right. Gene Principe was even making a cameo right? back then, and so it was the show of my youth. Yeah, it didn't have the same shenanigans, mind you. It had more no. the cutting inside, sarcastic. Right. We're at a desk making fun of each other. Fun, but not it was not good. Crazy but skits. There was no skits. There was no yeah, Batman and Robin yeah. go to the strippers or wherever they went. <laughs> That's but right, yeah, to the peeler joint. Ed Whalen walking around in a robe. That's right, and they, uh, wouldn't they have like a pick him up in a limousine or something like that? Didn't Honky they Tonk Man. Yeah, yeah. That's what it, it was, was funny, um, where I used to live uh, a few years back, uh, two doors down was Ed Whalen's uh, daughter. No and point. so I got to hear all these Eddie Whalen stories from the other side, from the family perspective. And right. one thing that was really cool was she said that uh, every Christmas Eve, Ed Whalen would... Uh, would head downtown during the day and find somebody, a homeless guy or somebody just needed a warm meal, and he'd bring them back for Christmas Eve dinner. Come on. And uh, so they always, as kids, grew up with somebody in their with house. somebody there kind of getting the message. And uh, his daughter, June, is probably uh, early to mid-60s and really? tells these stories uh, fondly. Yeah, wow. really neat stuff. Really neat. He's still legendary in this town. Like it's every time you bring up his name, somebody's yeah. got a story. Yeah. Because of the corral this year, the hitman going back in there. Sure. I, you know, I was in there a couple of times, and I went in with Barricade. We did the dressing room tour, but the Ed Whalen stories—they were flowing. Everybody had an Ed Whalen. And when story. Pollock tells them, and, oh yeah, it's the best. He's got the he's got the Ed Whalen down. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, and the uh, the the walking through the streets of yeah, Chicago and. <laughs> 
All those crazy stories. I'm nervous, I'm kid. Nervous. I'm jammed. When you have a really busy show, yeah. Uh, can we slide these highlights from Bonas versus Saint Fran? I'm jammed. <laughs> I'm nervous. Uh, that's good stuff. Well, this is uh, this has been fun. We got to do this again. Anytime. And it's my pleasure. I saw you inviting all the heavyweights, and yeah. by the time summer rolls around, when nothing's going on, yeah, you we, you bring in scabs like me. Yeah. yeah. So, Scott Oak. Scott. <laughs> That's what I was just about to say. We need a couple of final words from Ryan Leslie, and I think it should be in the way of maybe a Lubo or you know, Listen, whatever you're feeling. This might be one of the highlights of my life to sit here with good people in complete confidence talking about this great game. And don't forget, the U9 finish team, pretty good player. Scott Oak. Well done. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you.